You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let me make this proclamation here uh, on November 13th as we record this podcast. I am excited to go to Detroit this weekend, David. I am excited to walk in that building on Sunday morning because I don't know that I've ever been inside Ford Field uh, when there's been significant energy, much less this level of energy for the Lions. I think we're going to be in an environment that is supercharged, which we're not used to. You've been there many times when the Lions are struggling and people are wearing bags on their heads. You know, this is this is full out onslaught of Lions Mania up there. I talked to our good friend Dave Burkett from the Detroit Free Press uh, on Monday, and he said that he he estimated that there were 20,000 plus people in L.A. at SoFi for Lions Chargers and that this whole season has had this like FOMO vibe for Lions fans who just don't want to miss anything. And so like that place is going to be packed. To your point, it's going to be electric. It's going to be loud. It's going to be supercharged. And there's a really damn good football team waiting for you there. I, I just, you know, when you said that, I started to think back to, I, I can't remember, I think there's not a, 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 a game that stands out or a season that stands out when maybe they had things rolling and it was pretty uh, hard place to play. Maybe one of the Stafford years, I'm trying yeah. to remember what, but Matthew Stafford had a couple seasons where it got a little loud there and he had a very dangerous offense. But I think over Overall, when you look at their defense and what they're capable of, when you look at the way they play uh, fast and their their speed, and and Dan Campbell has a lot to do with that, the way he coaches, and I think fast, physical, and violent. I mean, those are things that when you hear him say, you're like, yeah, okay. And I think it does galvanize a fan base. So I'm a little jealous that I'm not going to be at this game because I think it would be a game worth covering. Yeah, and it looked like it's a measuring stick game for the Bears because, you know, you can take – certain positive things and and moments of encouragement out of a win over the Panthers on a Thursday night, but you're going to play the division leader. You're going uh, to try to win a division game for the first time in in almost two calendar years. You are, are trying to see how you stack up against quality teams in this league and in particularly the NFC North. And this is a great opportunity to test it because the lions are playing with a ton of belief. They're playing with a ton of continuity. They're playing with a ton of energy and they're playing fearless. And that I think is the one thing that Dan Campbell has brought. And we can get into this more later in the week when we're doing our full game preview, but that team is fearless right now. uh, And it's reflected in some of the things they're doing offensively, not only with the production, but the way that they, they are aggressive in all situations and going for it on fourth down. Uh, You see the way that they uh, finished off the chargers on Sunday by, by, going for it on fourth down one more time and, and being able to take all the rest. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the time off the clock before you kick your game-winning field goal. That team's legit right now. They're for real. Uh, and I think the only way that, that the Lions don't kind of blow the doors open in that game is if they get a little bit bored because it doesn't feel like a great matchup for the Bears. But then again, like this is a, uh, your chance. Like, Step up. Step up in class. Take a challenge with a, a higher degree of difficulty and show that you belong on that same field. Win a division game. <laughs> win a game on the road. Win a game against an opponent who has a winning record, which you haven't done in the last 15 times that you've played them. I think when you talk about the uh, Lions and the Chargers game, that was fun to follow, uh, even though they didn't show that in the Chicago area. We had to be exposed to Cowboys-Giants. <laughs> but we look at – that was a battle of uh, – the game that punters hate that there were, I think the lions were three of four and fourth down uh, attempts and the chargers were three for three. They were seven out of eight combined in fourth down attempts, both coaches very aggressive and trying to kind of revolutionize the way they go about the job in their respective organizations. And the lions got the better and they scored 41 points. And, and that's an offense. They scored 41 points against that charger defense. The bears uh, did not be. And I think when you think consider that challenge for, Matt Eberflus's defense, we're going to find out in a hurry just how legitimate this defense is. Yeah, and, like, you know, so this brings me to another thought, and, and like, Sunday was a unique time for me because I get to sit back, you know, with this with this mini-buy and the Bears playing on Thursday night. I got to watch a lot of other football around the league, and you see certain things, and you're like, I bet you if you took a poll of most people in Chicago and you asked them about Dak Prescott as a quarterback, they'd go, "Eh, I don't know. If you asked them about Jared Goff as a quarterback, they'd go, "Eh, I don't know. You'd ask them about these guys. And then you watch those guys play football and they are miles ahead of anything that the bears have put on the field as a quarterback in the last five years. And you're like, okay, well, so like these guys are the, level that you're trying to get to before you get to the level that you're trying to get to, you know? And so that's why, you know, it's just, it's remarkable to watch that. Jared Goff is playing with a great amount of command right now. He understands how to get the ball to his playmakers. They're a very balanced offense. They got Dave Montgomery. They got Jameer Gibbs. They got Amon Ross St. Brown, the tight end out of Iowa. Sam Laporta is having a great rookie season. There's a lot here to handle if you're Matt Eberflus in his defense, and they better be ready for it. And that right tackle, Panay Sewell, is a load. He's going to be uh, he's going to be a force, and then you go on the other side of the ball. Aiden Hutchinson, they are they they are a very good team. And I was I was wrong about the Lions in the preseason because I felt like they were going to be doing things that Lions teams typically do, but they have yet to disappoint anyone. We'll see how long it lasts, but they're in the right division because there's no. I mean, the Vikings are resurgent. You wonder how long that fairy tale is going to last for Josh Dobbs. But what Sunday kind of reinforces that I think that when, when the Lions did what they did against the Chargers, that just says, all right, they benefited from their bye week and they're going to be a different team down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, look, they were horrible against the Ravens. And that's their one game this year where you're like, OK, that looks like a pretender. Every other game this season, they look for real, you know, and they're, they're playing with, a, again, a level of confidence that is notable and and 
propels you to to potentially think about not only having the the, the shot at at the one seed in the conference, but the, the chance to to make a little run in January, which is something we never talk about here. Uh, I'm going to give Adam Stadzinski, our producer, a little homework assignment here because the last time we were, I was up at Ford Field was was New Year's Day, and I think I blew a gasket because the Bears got their teeth kicked in that day you remember it really well they got off to an okay start and then just got their teeth kicked in and basically folded in that game and i just i don't know that i've ever been angrier doing a post-game podcast because it was just so disgusting to watch that brand of football against an opponent that was clearly playing a different brand of football you know and so i i don't i don't know how accessible that Mm. that that, that clip is but i I don't i don't know if that's gonna be a a tough bar to clear the angriest you've ever been in a post-game podcast let's see here Okay. We could we could we could set a poll, right? What we could game would list that be? Ten or twelve, yeah. <laughs> but that's certainly one of them. I mean, sometimes you're just defeated, and you're like, "That's not good enough." I but know. That, but a- that was just like that was it was a disgusting display of football yeah. uh, by everyone, by every single person involved. And so they got to go back up there. Um, and one of the reasons I bring that up is because that defense clearly found ways to hem. Uh, Justin Fields in, you know, and keep him in there and and make him try to figure some things out. And then they were able to have great success in shutting down the entire Bears offense once they had once they had him inside there. You mentioned watching football on Sunday. A couple other takeaways before we get back to the Bears. I think that as <laughs> it pertains to the Bears, three things I think. Uh one, the Jordan Love is every garbage as as ordinary as, as we suspected. The Packers lost, so that was a good thing. That's a big takeaway in Chicago. Number two, Kyler Murray snuck a game or they stole a victory from the Falcons. He comes back and he looks like he's going to be able to supply the Cardinals with a little hope down the stretch. And they're going to win some games. And why that matters is because everyone's paying attention to the bottom of the barrel and the Panthers look like they're a safe bet. Well, a lot of football left, but they'd look like they're going to be hard pressed to win more than three games. And the other teams in contention Maybe maybe better than that. I don't know about the Giants. Yep. They stink out loud. And and uh, poor Tommy DeVito. Poor Tommy DeVito, the pride of I L L I N I. My goodness, he can live at home. I don't even know if his mom would let him back in the house after that disastrous <laughs> performance against the Cowboys. Didn't even throw for more than a hundred yards. Poor guy, the rookie. He is not Tyson Bajant, but the Giants really are bad. So I wonder if it's going to be Panthers, Giants, Patriots. Then who? Maybe the Bears again. Maybe the Bears uh, again. Maybe so, the Bears. I mean, but like, you know, a couple things from me on, on the Sunday viewing experience. Number one, the bookends of the day were, were disaster. Colts, Patriots in, in, in Germany, like that game was gross. It couldn't couldn't get to the noon slate of games fast enough after watching that. I wanted to pour bleach in my eyes and, and, and rinse them out. And then we get to the nightcap and you've got Jets Raiders. And oh, my God, like I have sat through some abysmal offense in my time on the Bears beat. The Jets are are they're a mess offensively. They've got they've got some playmakers like Garrett Wilson playing in a functional offense could have had 270 yards, you know, in a game. And they just can't get anything done. So it's, you watch these and you're like, oh, God. 